Good evening, Patriots. Good evening, everybody. Welcome, welcome in. It's your host, the creator of the channel, Woke Society. It's your boy, Scott. We're going to have a good time tonight. I am jacked up. What's up, Codebreaker? Good to be here with the Woke fam, as always. As always, yes, we're going to be taking a ride tonight, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see here in the picture, we have Linwood on the left and the rest of us, some of us Anons. Me, I'm kind of like a half Anon because uh, I show my face, but it's all right. It's Linwood and the Anons here for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime. And uh, we are certainly going to be talking about him in the second half of the show. Hello from Windsor, New York. Good evening for somebody from New York. That's great to see. I've been chugging my coffee before the show. It's been a fantastic day. Welcome in, everybody. Please, the best thing you can do right now as everyone comes in here, as everyone starts to gather around, please share this episode far and wide. Share this platform. Let everyone know. Woke Societies is still here. We are the news now. I never stopped. I never stopped when YouTube took me down. I still get emails from people saying, hey, where'd you go? I haven't seen you since October. Haven't stopped for one day. Haven't stopped for a day. And actually been doing more shows than I ever did before. And I love it. We had a show last night. We streamed the debate. We hung out. We had a great time. Told some funny stories about my ass and some other things. And uh, people loved it. It was a great time. And everyone's coming in now. Dutch211. Thanks for the diamond. Game over. I believe it is going to be game over for them. Their world ends tomorrow. The beginning of the end of the world. Their world ends tomorrow. Heather, July 16th. What's going on? What's going on, Heather? Thanks for joining. Diamond. Hi, Scott. What's going on? It's Suburban Farmer. Birdie here in the chat. So we are streaming live on Twitch, on DLive, on Pilled, and on Periscope. It's going to be a good time, guys. We have a lot to cover tonight, as we always do. We're going to be talking about Kamala Harris. We're going to be talking about the latest in Georgia. All the uh, things going on right now. We're going to talk about what happened to the Proud Boys president. We're going to talk about that, too. Got a lot of opinions on that and all that good stuff, so... So much to go over, and then the second half of the show is going to be Lynn Wood, all Lynn Wood, and it's a perfect opportunity to talk about uh, things that aren't politics, things, the things that originally got me into doing the channel, about saving the children and all the pedophilia stuff, Jeffrey Epstein, Hollywood. We're going to go back in time for a little bit when we get to uh, when we get to Lynn Wood and all that stuff, because it's all so relevant right now. It's all so relevant. And uh, I've been wanting to talk about it. People were begging me to talk about it yesterday, but it's all right. So we're gonna, we're, yeah, that's what, that's the uh, that's the agenda, that's the agenda, and it's gonna be a good time. So we already had 1,100 viewers. BDR three five seven. Thank you so much for the diamond. And we got a ninja guinea coming in from DJD seventy five. Let's go. Hashtag get get our get your country back. Yes. Yes, but let's get into the uh, the random news of the day as we always do. Remember, you guys can always donate to the show as well through my Cash App, which is in the About section on DLive and on the other platforms as well. Just check the About sections, and you can donate directly to the show through Cash App. And I will read your name off during the show. Um, you do that. That's just like what I just did with the lemons and the Ninja Ginis and the diamonds, all that stuff. I will read your message and all that stuff when I can get to it. So... Oh, it's so good to see here. So good to see you. What's going on, Twitch crew? I see you out there. Good evening, guys. Yeah, I don't know why. 
<laughs> for whatever reason, guys, in the Twitch chat, it's not letting me, uh, it wouldn't let me type to you guys last night either, so I don't know what's going on with that, but it's okay. I see you out there. I haven't forgotten you guys. Haven't forgotten you guys. So, let's get into some of the crazy news. I know a lot of you saw this already, but I had to weigh in on it myself. Everyone saw this prayer that went on on the 117th Congress floor with the amen and a woman. If you haven't seen this yet, you're going to see it now. I got to weigh in on this because it's absolutely ridiculous. Check this out here. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names by many different faiths. A man and a woman. A man and a woman. If you guys didn't watch the uh, the rally last night, Don Jr. went on and was talking about this and saying, my God, you can never get woke enough for these people. And I hate saying woke because the name of the channel, but this is a good woke. I named it that for a specific reason. But now we have a man and a woman. Amen is just a word that, I mean, even when I was in church, everyone said amen. It was used as a closing word. And I think it, and, and I don't even know the literal meaning of it, but I know it's, it means so be it or something like that. It's just meaning an ending of a statement or an ending of an act. And of course, these fucking people that have, they're so out of touch with the rest of the country in DC, they turn it into a gender thing and we're saying amen and a woman. So there's so many other words that have this in there. So are they going to change every word that has amen? And I saw a really good one. Are we going to say, what about menu? What about menu? Are we going to change the name for menu to womenu? What are we going to do? Is each one, each gender going to have their own menu? What if you're transgender? What if you're binary? Are you going to get a binary menu too? We have to keep everybody inclusive. We have to keep everybody on the same level, right? Fuck this culture and, the, and this disgusting, I don't even know what this is, identity politics still. All it is, ladies and gentlemen, and, I, and I'm passionate about it because all it does is sow division. That's all it does. But I'm going to give you guys a really good example to tie this story to on a, with a bow. Perfect example of amen and a woman. We'll, we'll just end this right here. That's my definition of amen and a woman. A real man and a real woman. And we can put this one to bed because that's all how much I want to talk about it. It's absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. To me, that is a real, a woman. Absolutely unbelievable. This is the, these are the, this is the culture that the establishment that we're fighting against. And that's why I tweeted out not, not, uh, yesterday. It's not left versus right anymore. It's patriots versus establishment. That's where we're at with right now. And we are the new punk rock. And it's absolutely crazy that th this, the paradigm shift with all this happening. Who knew being, um, supporting a president would make you the new punk rock guys, but here we are. Here we are. And you guys are going to see this a little bit here, a little bit later in the episode, just how much they are screwing with the Patriots in DC already. And it's not even tomorrow yet, but tell you what guys, for everyone living in Florida, your governor DeSantis is making a strong case to get my ass down there. And if you didn't see this video of him wrecking a CNN press, the CNN press, the press reporter. He won me today, guys. I'm going to play this video, and I'm sure a lot of you saw this already, but it's so good. I've watched it probably at least five times. Check out Ron DeSantis shutting down this CNN reporter about why why certain people aren't getting vaccines, and he gives a stellar, logical answer that makes perfect sense to anybody besides these fucking people on CNN. 
Watch this video. It was a very simple question. Why? What has gone wrong? But Governor Ron DeSantis wouldn't even let me finish asking my question. Take a listen. Governor, Governor what, what has gone wrong with Governor? What has gone wrong with the rollout of the vaccine that we've seen phone lines jammed, websites crashing? There's a lot of demand. Also, I mean, I think at the I, end of the I, day, we, excuse me, excuse me. If I could finish my question, you just said what has gone wrong, so I'm answering the question. If I could complete the question, though. So you're going to give a speech, or are you going to answer, ask a question? With all due respect, Governor, you I'm asked the question. To, I'm going to answer it. You're not. No, you're 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 giving a speech. You asked the question. I am trying to ask you the. You're going to ask how many questions? You get three? They only got one question. Why do you get three? With all due respect, Governor, I'm just asking if I could finish my question. You didn't. You my, finished the question. I did not. My full question is what went wrong with the rollout of the vaccine when we've seen phone lines jammed, websites So you're repeating your question. To complete it for you, Governor, we've seen websites crash and also senior citizens waiting overnight for the vaccine. Where was that at? We've seen it in Duval, Broward, Orange, and Lee County. And why was, like, in Lee, why did that happen? Did you investigate that's, why? That's my question to you, Governor. You're the governor of the state. I'm not the governor of the state. Okay, but you didn't investigate why that happened, like, in Lee County. Why, why was there a big line? Did you did you investigate why? Could you tell us because why? Because we, we distributed vaccine to hospitals, and, and the hospital said, first come, first serve. If you show up, we'll do it. So they didn't use a registration system. There wasn't anything that was done, and there's a lot of demand for it. So people are going to want to so go ahead and, uh, no and get it. So there was no plan then from the state to make sure that senior citizens didn't wait outside overnight? So the state is not dictating to hospitals how we're not dictating to Carlos Magoya how he runs his operations here. That would be a total disaster. These guys are much more competent to be able to deliver health care services than a state government could ever be. Wow, something that makes sense. Holy shit. Guys, I'm going to Florida. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to Florida. This man's awesome. This man is awesome. And you know what? New York should be taking his lead because out here we have all the vaccines for everyone. Yet they're sitting there and they're only distributing them during business hours. It's a fucking joke up here. It's a joke. It's never been about the virus. It's never about anything. It's about control. And Ron here says, essentially, why does government have to get involved with the, with the uh, distributing of the vaccine? Why not let the medical professionals deal with it? They can certainly do it better than I or anyone else could. What a concept. What a concept. Man, oh, man. Somebody that's speaking the truth. And you know what? Anyone that's going to fight back against the media and call out their bullshit, I am all about that. I am all about it. Trump has set... He has set the stage of what you need to do to 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 deal with these people. And that's exactly what I like to see, a bulldog shutting these people down. Silky, thank you so much for coming in here. You got here just in time. It's not a show without you. Thank you so much for modding. And I hope you and the family are safe. I think you were uh, going to D.C., but thank you for hopping in here right at the right time. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So in other news here, Josh Halley was harassed by supposedly B, uh, BLM and Antifa protesters at his house in D.C. with his wife and his newborn baby. He tweets this out, Washington Post, this morning. Printing outright lies from the Antifa group who now describe themselves as sweet angels. B.S. You scream through bullhorns, shadowed down my wife. When she asked you to leave, 
vandalized property, pounded on our door, and terrorized neighbors. And didn't have the guts to do it in daylight, but only under cover of darkness so you could hide. You're scum, and we won't be intimidated. I don't understand how these people, Antifa, BLM, what were you, did you really think you were going to achieve anything by going to Josh Halley's home and harassing him and his family and his baby? It's unbelievable. What did you think you were going to accomplish? Josh Halley, he will go after you. He will go after you, and all that's going to do is ignite his fire to, to deal with you and really officially label you as a terrorist organization and then deal with you as such. What, do you, what were you thinking? Not only that, they get in their house, and Josh Halley here says they were pounding on the door, looking through the door here, the windows. What did you think was going to happen? And all because he was the first one to say he was going to object. And of course, and of course, the blue check marks on Twitter come to Antifa's defense. Mike DeBonis here, quote, he puts Antifa scumbags in quotes equals shut down DC. They describe their protests as an hour long vigil. And that's what the media went with. This was a vigil by peaceful protesters. Now there is some video of it. It's only a couple minutes, but I, I didn't, I didn't have time to get it. Or really show it, but it was ridiculous. You could tell they were on the bullhorns, they were harassing, and they they didn't stop. They didn't stop. Now I didn't see there. I didn't see a video of when Josh Halley was approached by these people, but I, I, I surely we we've seen it before. We've seen these people go after government officials before. We saw what happened with Ted Wheeler. It's not some huge consp- or some huge reach to to say that these people will go to your home and harass you. They've been doing this shit since the beginning of last year. But, you know, the establishment will protect them, and so will the Democrats, because Antifa, breaking news, Antifa is the um, little militarized civilian arm of their party, and they won't do anything about it. Won't do anything about it. So, as we always like to do here, combating fake narratives, this is great. How it started and how it's going, and for everyone on the podcast, this is a picture here of a cosmopolitan woman here she's very beautiful she's a model i don't know when this was but this was uh this was clearly before the democrats took over um the culture the main establishment at least and now this is healthy cosmopolitan this was february 2021 this is going to be the uh the cover but you know what's you know what's great about this you know what we get told Obese people, people that are overweight, heart disease, diabetes, they're more susceptible to getting COVID. But yet we're going to promote them and say, it's healthy. It's healthy on covers of magazines by the liberal establishment. You got to go one way or the other here because all you're doing is sending mixed messages and it's nothing but bullshit. And we're going to call it out on channels like this every single time. It's, it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? But this is where we are. This is exactly where we are. But I want to show you guys this one video here. This is going to make you cry. It almost, it, I almost cried watching this. I, it's very hard for me to cry, but I almost cried watching this. Everyone knows the president over at Barcel Sports, he has been raising money for small businesses. This is a video of one of the business owners that was uh, able to get funds to help him save his business. And we got his reaction on camera. Get ready for the tissues, guys. You're going to love this. Watch this. I was going to tell you something. What? Remember Barstool? Who? Barstool. Barstool who? 
the Barstool Fund I told you about? Do you know who Dave is? <laughs> he runs Barstool. You know I told you you might get a call? Yeah, he told mom more than he told me. Yeah, well, we, I got the call yesterday. Okay. You got it? Yeah. Okay. So we get to be a part of the fund. <gasps> that is so fantastic. Isn't that exciting? That's so awesome, Sonny. <laughs> really exciting. I know. Don't cry. Love you. Thank you so much. I will. Until day, thank you. I think I forgot to tell him. Thank you so much. I mean... I love this. I love this. Did you hear the desperation in the man's voice? He's literally crying, saying, we need this so bad. It breaks my heart, guys. I do want to cry right now, and it's okay. If you want to cry, let it out. Let it out. Those are tears of joy. Tears of joy. Absolutely beautiful. And huge shout-out to Dave for doing something for the small businesses, as in raising millions of dollars for people that deserve it. Absolutely amazing to see that. Really awesome. So in other quick news here as we get to the uh, funny, awesome video of the day to lead you guys into the main event. Quick uh, quick here. Catherine Heritage was reporting the DOJ. This was the response to, if you guys didn't hear, Julian Assange um, is not getting extradited as of right now to the United States. DOJ responds to the UK court decision not to extradite on mental health grounds. While we are extremely disappointed, this is the US DOJ in response to it, while we are extremely disappointed in the court's ultimate decision, we are gratified that the U.S. prevailed on every point of law raised. In particular, the court rejected all of Mr. Assange's arguments regarding political motivation, political offense, fair trial, and freedom of speech. We will continue to seek Mr. Assange's extradition to the United States. And that was from Mark Raimondi, Acting Director of Public Affairs, U.S. Department of Justice. Now, there was a lot of rumors going around saying that um, Assange also posted bail, bail and he was going to be released. And I haven't seen anything to back that up yet. And if that's the case, it is what it is. To me, uh, Julian Assange is still a gigantic mystery. And I still believe he's going to play a huge role into what happened in 2016 with, with Seth Rich. Um, as far as um, the information that was exposed um, about Russia, about the WikiLeaks emails, all that stuff. I don't think Julian Assange is a bad dude. I don't think he's a bad dude. And so many people are about... They want him. They want him. They want Trump to pardon Assange. I think there's a whole entire ball game still to be left played with with Assange. So we're gonna have to see how that goes. So we'll keep that on the back burner. In other news, real quick, out in Kenosha, the Wisconsin district attorney is declining to press charges against the police officers in the shooting of Jacob Blake. And all I have to say about that, Kenosha is going to be lit tonight. They're going to be absolutely lit. I believe they have National Guard already there because there's gonna be pro- there's gonna probably going to be riots. And the worst part about all this is Jacob Blake is presented here as a victim, as a victim here. No one talks about the uh, the woman he raped driving around with kids in his car and also the knife that he was wielding uh, before cops uh, shot him. Because all you see in WAPO and the New York Times is police officers shoot unarmed black man. That's all you see. And that's all used 
to get people riled up, to get people out in the streets and just cause chaos. And they are simply a part of that. That's the truth. That's the truth. And it's unfortunate to see, but that is the world we live in. So we'll keep an eye on that. And other news as well. President Trump here from the Blaze is going to award the Medal of Freedom to Representative Devin Nunez. Says he's uncovered the greatest scandal in American history. And I cannot think of anyone else that deserves this more. Maybe besides General Flynn. But if it wasn't for Devin Nunez and Cash Patel, I don't think we ever would have gotten to the bottom of what happened with Russia and the Spygate scandal with Hillary Clinton and the spy campaign that happened on Trump and his entire campaign and his family if it wasn't for Cash Patel and Devin Nunez here. He deserves it, and I'm glad he's getting it. He deserves every single bit of it. So that's awesome. That is awesome to see. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're at 3.8 thousand viewers on D Live tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we may hit 5,000 viewers, and I will be super ecstatic hitting 5,000 viewers across platforms because guess what? That's exactly where I was at when I, uh, when YouTube nuked my channel. 5,000 live viewers, and within a couple of months, we're right back to where we started. So thank you, YouTube, for doing me the favor of getting me off big tech completely and severing that, and I'm growing just like everyone else and my friends at an all-time rate. So we appreciate it. Go fuck yourself. We are the news now. Let's get into the awesome meme video of the day. This is from Will of Ockham and Dreyfenser. I've played so many of their videos, so many of their videos before. This video is probably one of the best I've seen as far as meme videos. You guys are going to absolutely love this. We're going to start with this tonight, and then we're going to dive into uh, this Proud Boy story. Um, Kamala Harris, Georgia, and of course, the second half of the show was going to be all Linwood tweets, all Jeffrey Epstein trashing Hollywood. We're getting into all of it tonight, guys. Be prepared. It's going to be awesome. So without ado, this is the video of the day. Check it out, and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Here we go.
I hope you're ready to go as well. Yes, that video, again, made by Will of Ockham and Dre Fenzora, the Meme Masters. That was a X-Men video, of uh, the original video, but obviously they did their work on it. And there was so many fun egg, egg, um, Easter eggs in there. It says Trump Jr.'s Meme Masters on the card, and he goes, it's just so, so much stuff in there. So much stuff, and I love sharing... Patriots work like that, and to get them as much exposure as possible. They have, they're awesome. They're awesome. But I'm ready to go. You guys are ready to go. I believe we're going to hit our 5,000 mark, and we're actually going to be over 5,000 viewers tonight. And I can already tell we're almost at four, 450 on Twitch, and we're at, yeah, we're going to hit it. We're going to hit it. I'm so excited. All right, guys, so where are we going to start today? I want to start with this story about the Proud Boys leader being arrested. Now, If you want to talk about screaming hypocrisy, there was nothing more apparent, especially with D.C. and what I'm seeing happening in D.C. with uh, with the with Patriots, with the we already were saying how the um, owners were going to close. uh, They're going to cancel people's reservations and um, the screw over all the Patriots coming into D.C. We're going to close down restaurants. We're going to make it as hard as possible for these people when they get here because we hate Trump and we hate you. Now, check this out. This is this is from the News Times, and you can tell – you could always tell when there's – what side they are on, when they – the way they were their articles. And this one is not too good. This is definitely a fake news article, but I want to show you guys the comparison of what we're dealing with here. Proud Boys leader arrested in the burning of Black Lives Matter banner, D.C. police say. <clears throat> the leader of the Proud Boys, Enrique Terrio, was arrested by D.C. police Monday afternoon on a warrant charging him with burning a Black Lives Matter banner – Taken from a historic black church during a demonstration last month, officials said. Police stopped a vehicle. Terrio had been in shortly after it entered the district, said Dustin Sternbeck, a D.C. police spokesman. He said it is believed that Terrio, who lives in Miami, was coming into the district from the airport. Sternbeck said Terrio was charged with one misdemeanor count of destruction of property in connection with this was back in December 12th, a burning of a banner stolen from Asbury United Methodist Church. Terrio had told the Washington Post last month that he was among those who burned the banner. Police said Terrio, who was in custody Monday evening, also was charged with two felony accounts of possession of high-capacity ammunition feeding devices, which is a legal term for firearms magazine that allows guns to hold additional bullets. The devices were found during the arrest, police said. Members of the Proud Boys, and here it is, a male chauvinist 
organization with ties to white nationalism could not be further from the truth are planning a rally in the district on Wednesday in support of President Donald Trump and his efforts to overturn the election he lost to Joe Biden. The church banner was ripped down after a similar rally last month, and authorities had described the burning of the banner as a potential hate crime. Remember, how many videos, ladies and gentlemen, did we see of American flags burning by the hands of BLM and Antifa? No problem with that. But if a BLM flag burns, guess what? We're going to hit you for a hate crime, or at least try. Terrio last month told the Post that he would plead guilty to destruction of property, pay the church costs of the banner, and surrender to authorities if a criminal charge was filed. And more than three dozen people were arrested during the day's events. In one incident, four people were stabbed and made a crowd of Proud Boys and Trump supporters outside of Harry's Bar, which has become a Proud, Boy, Proud Boys gathering spot. This article is clearly, they hit the Proud Boys, and this is the thing. The history of the Proud Boys I'm not getting into, and this isn't a uh, defend the Proud Boys thing. My opinion on the Proud Boys is this. The ones that I have met, the ones that I have seen, and the ones I've seen talk, especially this man here, the leader, he went on Tim Pool and discussed exactly what they're about. And from what I'm seeing, there are people that are overly patriotic, and what is there is nothing wrong with that. Now, if you commit a crime on either side, I don't care if you're Proud Boys, Antifa, BLM, if you committed a crime, you deserve to be arrested for it. And if you got nailed for carrying high-capacity magazines in D.C., it is what it is. You deserve to get punished for that. I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is the original reason as to why these people tracked him down. And the moment he got into D.C., it was a swarm, a swarm of people on this dude looking for any little reason to nail this guy. And you know it's for other reasons. It's to tie him to Trump, tie it to the violence, the terrorist shit, all of it, all of it. But we get none of that on Antifa on the BLM side. That is my major gripe with all of this, with all this. So when we look at the other side of this from Major Major League Liberty USA, on the other side of this, not from a left-wing outlet, we get this. We can now confirm that the D.C. police arrested Enrique Terrio, the chairman of the right-leaning men's fraternal organization, the Proud Boys. And this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen. They call them white nationalists. You just read it in the other article. You know what Terrio is? He's an Afro-Cuban. He's black and Cuban. The leader of the Proud Boys, again, is black and Cuban. But yet they want to call the group a white nationalist terrorist group. This is the problem I have with it. There is there's too much competing information. The leader is African. And on top of it, he's the son of Cuban exiles who fled Fidel Castro's brutal communist regime after several family members were killed, has been charged for burning a Black Lives Matter banner during free speech demonstrations that occurred in the nation's capital in December of 2019. Recent news reports have indicated that the D.C. police were investigating Terrio for the perfectly legal free speech demonstration were even considering elevating the charge by designating it as a hate crime. However, they have failed to properly prosecute violent domestic terrorist activity that has been allowed to run rampant in the past six months from Antifa and Black Lives Matter. That is the problem that I have. If you're going to nail one group, you need to be fair and nail the other groups that are competing the same shit. Just last month during the same demonstration, Antifa and BLM stabbed four members of the Proud Boys and engaged in widespread destruction and violence across D.C. And... The cherry on top, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to know who was the lead prosecutor that went after him? Oh, look at this. Former Mueller prosecutor, Gene Rhee, seems to be the originator of the charges against Terrio, according to court documents obtained by MLLUSA. 
Re, who led the witch hunt against Trump advisor Roger Stone, was listed on court documents as the attorney representing the African-American church who claims it was their BLM banner that was stolen by someone and burned by the Proud Boys last month, according to documents filed the court or in early January. This is an ongoing story and will be covered by MLLUSA. What are the chances, guys? What a coincidence. What a coincidence that the attorney that that slammed down Roger Stone's door let tipped CNN, CNN off and all these FBI agents were surrounding, surrounding them. The same prosecutor went after this guy as well. And there is just so much doublespeak and so much double standard hypocrisy in this entire thing. Whether Whatever you feel about the Proud Boys, I really don't care. You like him, you hate him. I don't really care. That's not what this is about. This is about the hypocrisy and the double standard that's used for anybody, anybody that stands up for this country, that says they're a patriot, that supports the president, that shows they love this country. We are all put into the same box, domestic terrorist, um, white nationalist, Nazi. And by the way, what is wrong with being a nationalist? A nationalist is someone that loves their country. They would die for their country. They talk up their country. What is wrong with being a nationalist? But they tie in white nationalists to a group where the leader is literally African and Cuban and came from a socialist country. Of all the people that could have a say into what they're seeing here when they came from a country that was ran by Fidel Castro, knowing full well what they're seeing here is the same exact shit they saw in Cuba, and they have a problem with it, and so do most of Americans that believe that these people are coming in to usher in communism. He has real-world experience with this. And again, this isn't justifying anything that he's done that's illegal. If he's committed crimes that are punishable by the law, he should get nailed for it. Absolutely. The whole point of bringing this up is to point out the hypocrisy from the media and the way literally anybody, anybody that supports Trump We all get lumped into this box as Nazis, and I'm so fucking tired of it. I'm so sick of it. I am so sick of it. Meanwhile, we saw and covered on this channel for months the destruction of BLM and Antifa burning down cities. And guess what? When Trump wasn't announced the winner on November 3rd, did Trump supporters go out and burn down buildings and burn down businesses? Not once. Not once. If we had overcome the cheating on November 3rd and Trump had won, you know damn well. D.C. was getting ready for for a, a, for chaos. All these cities were. They were boarding up, ready to go, and it was put on standby because guess what? All the counting stopped, and we all saw it happen with, with the vote. We all saw it. And everything was put on a brief hold. It just blows my mind. But it's really crazy, and I just want to point this out here. Salty Cracker puts it in one tweet. Burn down a church in D.C., and that shit is totally fine. Burn a BLM banner, and the cops will monitor you for weeks, then arrest you the minute your plane lands in order to charge you with a hate crime, even though you are a black Cuban. It it makes zero sense to me. Zero sense, but this is what we're up against. This is what we're up against. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. So I wanted to bring that up because what I, what I just, this is why everyone's talking about tomorrow. People are in DC right now. And I'm sure there's people in the chat that are watching me right now from DC. 
But I don't want anyone to forget what happened over the summer. You remember when that church burned, Trump walked out with his Bible and the media called it a, a photo, a photo op. They literally burned down that church and the leader of the Proud Boys gets arrested because a BLM banner was taken out of a church and the BLM banner was burned. And yet that is a hate crime. It, it makes zero sense. Zero, zero sense. But now, now the mayor in D.C., all of a sudden, she wants the National Guard in D.C. When this entire time, while BLM was just ransacking her city, people wanting to eat outside, you had BLM Antifa activists all over the place going up to people outside with their power fists saying, Black Power, BLM, whatever they were saying. And if you didn't raise your fist with them, guess what? You got your food thrown on the, on the ground. You got your plate smashed. You got your tables upturned. Probably called a racist. And you were forced to leave by the mob. You guys all remember that. Now, patriots are coming in the city. Everyone knows full well there's going to be probably at least 2 million plus there. And what does she do? She called in the National Guard. She wants them in. So this is Rising Serpent says how it started. Democratic governors reject Trump's call to send the military. Remember this? That was in June 2nd. And here we are. Here we are. AP, urging calm. D.C. mayor calls in National Guards for a protest. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, she wants protection for whatever. For whatever. Who knows, right? We need protection from these Trump supporters. We need protection. And she writes this letter here. I'm going to show you guys the letter that she put out that she wrote to Major General Walker requesting that National Guard be there. And I'm going to read you a sentence from it. Dear General Walker, as you know, First Amendment demonstrations permitted by the National Park Service are scheduled to occur in D.C. on the 5th and the 6th. As a result, district government requests D.C. National Guard support as these demonstrations will follow. She is saying, look at this. These demonstrations will follow a pattern of similar events like they did on November 14th and December 12th, which resulted in a large influx of participants, violence and criminal activity. You never saw a statement about anything when BLM and Antifa were burning your city down. But now Trump supporters are walking in and we get painted and put in a box of a pattern of behavior, which results in violence and criminal activity. Violence and criminal activity. And Jack Pasevic says here, Bowser is a liar. Trump supporters who came to D.C. to hold a lawful event were attacked along with their families by far left groups of anarchists. She wasn't there, but I was and I have the receipts and I played on this show. It was a black woman with her little daughter. I don't know where the husband was. I don't know if the husband was there. They were being followed and harassed. The little girl was terrified. The mother was terrified. And on top of it, she was pushing a stroller with a child. And these people were surrounding her to the point where she was in tears and scared for her life while these pack of hyenas surrounded her and, and just completely just overwhelmed her. And some patriots stepped in and got in the way so she could get out. Remember when this last row, the Million MAGA, um, the Million MAGA March, there was no Antifa there. My brother and some friends were there. There was about 100 Antifa during the day. And as the, as the sun went down, as the Patriots were dispersing, that's when these scumbag criminals come out on the, and when it gets dark, and then they do their thing, just like they did with Josh Halley. And Josh Halley even called them out. Where were you during the day? Where were you during the day? You only come out at night. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? What's your message? Their message is horseshit. That's what it is. That's what it is. 
This should get all of you amped up. And I'm going to show you this picture here that Tina Forty put out. Um, I don't think there's much that came out of this, but it's this is the whole point of showing you this is keep your heads on a swivel tomorrow. Keep your heads on a swivel, please. Tina Forty put this out. This is DC by Freedom Plaza. They say it's for construction work, but it's left out overnight. Be aware, Patriots. Watch your six. And this was construction material, some bricks, some other things, just sitting out in the open. Sitting out in the open. I can tell you guys, just walking the city and, you know, just as long as I lived here, there's always construction going on in New York City. And whenever the construction people are done working, you know what they do with all their supplies, their tools? If it's not taken home with them, they are locked down and secured in secure places. They aren't left out in the open. You're not going to leave tools and things that people can steal and sell money for to be completely left out in the open. Now, she even, she got a lot of uh, people, I'm not going to say upset, but people that were like, oh my God, we have to be careful. We have to be careful. She was simply saying, as long as I'm saying here too, just be careful. Just be careful. We saw the pallets of bricks over the summer just being left out. We know what they were there for. This isn't normal. That's not normal at all. Please keep your head's on a swivel and watch your six. It's so, so important. And really probably the most disgusting thing that I've seen so far, Google and Apple devices, phones, when you when people are getting close to DC, you know what you know what was happening? The GPS for any anybody. I've I had so many people reach out to me saying once we got close to DC, our GPS has stopped working. So many people are saying this. It's not a coincidence. Look at this. Why would Google ever shut down GPS directions in Washington, DC? What the f is this stuff? And so Washington, you can see here, directions. Not available at this time, please, because of current road conditions. Current road conditions. And this was from another one. Maps has disabled providing directions to Washington, D.C. ahead of the Trump rally on the 6th. Look at this shit. I have never seen anything like this. And you know what's really sad about this? I didn't know this till a couple days ago. My friends that went down to the Million MAGA March, they all said their, their cell phone connections, everybody was complete garbage. They couldn't stream. They couldn't. They had problems taking pictures, taking videos, and if they were able to, they couldn't get it on social media. You know damn well these data companies, Verizon, AT&T, you know they're part of the establishment. You know they're lefty run. And they just turned down, they just turned down that, 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 that bandwidth to screw over everyone there. I doubt it was system overload. I doubt that. Why would you turn off directions? All that's going to do is cause confusion. So you have hotels closing. You have restaurants closing. You have Mayor Bowser calling in the National Guard or requesting to get the National Guard, and they're going to be there. They're going to be there. There's going to be about 100 of them there. They're going to be unarmed, but they're there to assist the police. You paint all of us as these terrorists, but yet the terrorists and BLM were out running rampant for months, and they're still doing it. They're still doing it. And we we just want we want to support our president, and this is the way we make us feel. Ladies and gentlemen, this generation is never going to forget what was done to us, the censorship, the way we're treated, the names that we're called, and you have Biden calling for unity. You've got to be kidding me. There will never be unity with these people. 
Never. Never. The culture they're establishing is a cancer. It's a cancer and it needs to be removed. Absolutely needs to be removed. So I just wanted to get that out there because I know a lot of you are out there right now. There's not much shows going on tonight because everyone's traveling, which is fine. I know 412 just finished his show up. I don't know if he's leaving for DC tonight or tomorrow. I know he's closer um, than most people that I know that do shows, but just be careful out there. I am hoping for the best, and I'm hoping that all of you get home safe. That is the that is the prayer that I have. So let's just transition gears here. Let me just hop over the chat. What we're seeing, we're at 4,000 viewers on D Live. Amazing, amazing, amazing. We're crushing it already. I see you guys donating. Thank you so much for the lemons, the ninja guineas, the ice cream. All that stuff. Remember, guys, you can donate to the Cash App if you want to make a direct cash donation that goes directly into the show that keeps me doing this full time. Thank you so much for that. Amazing, amazing stuff. So let's talk about the rally just for a moment that happened last night. I streamed it last night. It was a good time. Hung out with uh, the Woke fam for about three hours. It was nice. It was a good time. And Trump, he was amazing. He called out Mike Lee, said he was pissed off with Mike Lee. He kind of called out Lindsey Graham. It was it was awesome. All of this stuff was orchestrated. You could tell Trump was sending a message to these people, sending an absolute message. But what I want people to see here, the one the one uh, 30 second clip here, my boy Space Shot got um, about Trump talking about what's to come starting tomorrow in the next couple of weeks. I want people's expectations to be kept um, as in reality as much as possible, because I've gotten myself my expectations up so many times. And then I get sour, and then I'm like, oh, it didn't. The things didn't work out the way I wanted to happen. And then you lose hope, and then that's you know, then you move on, and you go on with your life. But I want you guys to listen to this clip here about how Trump is saying, watch what's revealed, and pay attention to the next couple of weeks. Listen to this real quick. I think it's going to paint the picture for what we're going to be seeing for the next couple of uh, couple of weeks. Watch this. We have a lot of corrupt things that happen when they don't fight. One thing I've learned about Republicans, they have. Some difficulties, but you know a difficulty that they don't have? They never forget. They never forget. And people are going to find that out because uh, we have to go, and we have to go all the way, and that's what's happening. And you watch what happens over the next couple of weeks. You watch what's going to come out. Watch what's going to be revealed. You watch. He said, watch what's going to happen tomorrow, watch what's going to be revealed, and watch what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, what I truly believe um, is going to happen tomorrow, The it's going to be uh, something we've never seen before. It's going to be historic with all the Patriots going into D.C. And what I believe is, whatever the outcome of the events tomorrow, it's going to leave us in a good place showing that Trump is going to be president and then the path forward from there is going to be carried out within the next week or two. Whatever that path is, we don't know what Mike Pence is going to do. We don't know if they're going to follow through with what Ted Cruz wants to do as far as a 10-day investigation into the electors. We don't know what's going to happen yet. We're not sure. But all I know is, is that Wednesday tomorrow is going to start the day of the offensive where even the mainstream media and Joe Biden supporters are going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's going to happen? And I will not be surprised one bit if this gets dragged out past January 20th, maybe into February, maybe into March. I will not be surprised. I'm not ruling that out. What we're seeing here hasn't happened in so long. The last time anything like this happened was in the 1800s. Let's see what happens. I'm excited. I hope you are all too. And we are so blessed to be alive during this time, this, uh, this timeline. 
We truly are. We are witnessing history. Tomorrow is going to be something that we probably will never see again in our lifetimes. Maybe, but we need to enjoy it now while we can. Let's look at what's going on out here in Georgia and some of the update that's going on out here because obviously I don't. I, the polls might be closing now or they might be closing um, extremely soon. Um, but I want to bring you again to Joven Pulitzer giving an update on the ballots. Again, this is the man that can literally say, tell if someone who's handled these ballots, if they smoke, they can, he can tell right away if they're fake or not. He gives an update. Uh, this came out yesterday. Can confirm my team has been provided evidence of mail-in ballots with the votes already filled in by machine. More than one instance ha- of this has occurred, and it shows the voting machines can read and do accept machine-filled in mechanical ballots more soon scan the ballots. And now remember, he was the one that, that hacked into the polling pad during the hearing in Georgia. The moment he told the uh, the legislators that he could figure out these ballots were were fake within three hours, all he needed to do was get access to the ballots. What happened? In Fulton County, four enterprise trucks were seen going to where the ballots were and to load it on these, and they were uh, supposedly all shredded into military-grade spitballs, as was described on Twitter. Remember that. But it sounds like Joven Pulitzer here was able to get his hands on some of these. Awesome stuff, right? You guys really want to see how dangerous and what people are going through to expose this truth? He puts this out yesterday. Joven Pulitzer. Warning, our team members who live in Atlanta are being attacked One team member's home took five shots through the windows in a drive-by right through his daughter's bedroom window. You want to talk about what is on the line for the deep state and these crooked politicians and the people that are running this country. It's not random. These people's lives are at risk. Lives are at risk to one of his team members had a drive-by happen and bullets went through his daughter's bedroom window. That is scary. That is scary, but that really puts into perspective of what we're really dealing with right now. It's insane. It's insane. you got to keep these people in prayer, guys. Joven Pulitzer, he could end up being instrumental. We don't know what's going to be revealed. I'm sure their work or whatever they found is going to be revealed tomorrow, if anything. But let's wait and see what happens. But it's not just him. Everyone knows who Patrick Byrne is by now. And he puts this out yesterday talking about earth-shattering news. Chinese shipping receipt has been recovered among hundreds of thousands of shredded ballots in Georgia. Chinese shipping receipts. Why would we have shipping receipts from China? Why would that happen? Did we have fake ballots flown in from China? I don't know. But he says right here, they are now in the possession of Department of Homeland Security in Atlanta. And this is exactly the same place where Jovan's team is where the guy had bullets coming through his window. Same area. Same area. And then on top of it, Patrick Byrne puts out this picture here. This was out of Sacramento, California. Dominion machine boxes. And look what's on the side of it. Made in China. (laughs) You cannot make this stuff up. Made in China. Why, Why would China... Why would they have any of that from China? I thought this stuff was all American, according to the CEO. That is some insane stuff. 
And I believe this is the, this is the type of stuff that's going to be presented tomorrow. We're going to have to wait and see. But it feels like we're getting closer and closer and this closer and this process has been inching, itching, itching. And it's been just we it's been a twilight zone ever since November 3rd. And it's 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 been terrible. So we just want to know. We just want this to end. We want COVID to end. We want to know that Trump's in for another four years and we can start moving on with our lives and really taking back this country and just really changing the culture in this country back to what it was, not this cancerous socialist communism identity politics crap that they're trying to so desperately to hold on to. But on top of this, on top of this, James O'Keefe drops a video from Project Veritas um, of a woman literally talking about in Georgia, in Georgia, how homeless people who don't have IDs are all given the same address to this one facility which is a way for them to get their ID and also for them to vote. And they notice thousands and thousands of people that all have the same address, these homeless people, and this is a loophole. And this is how these people vote, and they're also manipulated. This is the video from James O'Keefe on Project Veritas. Take a watch. So the majority of the people we serve don't have an address, so we allow them to use our address okay. if they register to vote and to get Georgia's state ID. Because you, I mean, you have to have proof of residence, and so although we're not a shelter, we do allow them to use 201 Washington Street. Okay. So I can't even begin to tell you how many people have that address on their ID. And we, we've never run into any problem with that until this election. And one of our board members got wind that they thought we're doing things not on the up and up because so many people have the address. But we've not heard any repercussion from it since. So. But it's just a way, to, I mean, people have to have an address. And, yeah, yeah. That's you know, the only way they can get ID, which you've got to have to do anything else, is to have an address. So mm -hmm. we allow that. And we've done that for years. I mean. You know, we, we, we were, we'd always kind of been unsure about how many people were having their, having us established as a mailing address with, in, in, in terms of a large, so one day I walked, I walked in to a maze house to pick up the mail, and it was like, one of our relationships with it. The mail comes into you in her office, and she's like, you've got to get this stuff in here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's probably a couple thousand people that had our address registered as their mailing address for their voter registration. Oh, wow. So I'm looking through, I'm like, well, this guy's dead. I'm looking through, and this guy's dead. This guy's dead. Woo, baby. Whoa, baby. And you saw that. For each, you can go you can go away for 10 years for doing these offenses and the lady says this has been going on for years of course it's been going on for years of course it has and the politicians aren't going to enforce it this is how they get in this is how they inject themselves this is how they get the policies that they want to get in this is how they've been doing it and it's been going on for years and we the people just 
are sleeping at the wheel. We just haven't cared until now. I'm not saying all people. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that have known this stuff's going on. Me, myself, I didn't care about this stuff three years ago. I didn't. I didn't. I really thought the system was sovereign, that we could trust it. And clearly, clearly this stuff has been going on probably for decades, probably for decades. And we just, it is what it is. Politicians are corrupt, and we'll just leave it at that. But that is scary stuff. And James O'Keefe said he's had um, his team there for months um, injected into wherever and probably into, uh, you know, Ossoff's campaign and others as well. But the funny thing is here on the James O'Keefe story, Facebook, when he put the uh, when he put the video out there, Facebook went as far as to blocking it. And the reason was your post goes against our community standards on adult sexual exploitation. <laughs> no one else can see your post. We have these standards to promote a safe environment on Facebook. And it feels like it was a generation ago that I was on Facebook. And it's... I don't know why people are still on, 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 on big tech, but you know, we, the fight is still going on. So I do understand it. I'm still on Twitter, but dear Lord, dear Lord, they're going to just make up, make up bullshit like that and say, you're, you're hurting. You're uh, going against our community standards, community guidelines. And it's, we're, we're just going to use um, adult sexual exploitation. We're going to censor it. And then when you respond saying how ridiculous it is, we're going to then say up, oh, this was an error. Um, you can put it back after it's already become irrelevant. That's exactly what they do. Twitter does the same stuff where they'll, they won't have a reason why they delete you. They just do it. And then if they want you to come back, if they get enough pressure from the people, they say, oh yeah, it was our mistake. We'll put you back. We'll put you back. But I don't want people to lose faith out there that are in Georgia. The entire country and a lot of the world is watching you guys right now. Dr. Robert Epstein, who I have put on the show before, not personally, but I played his his videos his testimony, he he voted for Hillary Clinton. He cannot stand Trump, but he was one of the ones to first show the world what Google does as far as as far as influence, the way they use their search algorithms. Everything is geared to help the left. And he put this tweet out there today. I now have 1,004 field agents in Georgia helping me keep Google and Facebook from rigging the Senate election there. But I need your help too. If you're a registered voter in Georgia and Google or Facebook sends your vote, sends you vote reminders today, please email me screenshots to me at his email there. It's amazing to see this. This man does not like Trump, but you, you know what? What he saw happen disgusted him to the point where it's not about Biden or Trump. It's about what the establishment is doing to sway the results in their favor. And it's completely hijacking what this what this country is all about as far as we vote for a leader every four years. And then if it's a different leader, it's a peaceful transition of power. That is what separates us from the rest of the world. And these companies, they want to erase that because it's all about power. And this man's on the other side of the aisle and he is willing to do this because he feels it's right. And I commend Dr. Robert Epstein for that. So there are people on the ground watching and it's not just him. Donald Trump is also watching, and he put this tweet out earlier today. Reports are coming out of the 12th Congressional District of Georgia that Dominion machines are not working in certain Republican strongholds for over an hour. Ballots are backing left. Ballots are being left in lockboxes. Hopefully they count them. Thank you, Congressman Raquelin. Trump is being a troll here, in my opinion. Ballots are being left in lockboxes. Hopefully they count them. Trump knows what's going on. I believe the trap has been set. 
the trap has been set. And there was reports coming out um, earlier this morning that Dominion machines were down and they were only down in the largest parts of the Republican precincts. What a coincidence, right? And where do we hear this from? This man here, I forget his name. Hello, his name is John Fredericks and he has a radio show and he had people calling in who had just voted in Georgia in their experience of what they were seeing. Take a listen. Number one, we've got another problem with Dominion machines. I know this is gonna shock uh, your viewers today, but Dominion machines in several, get this, not one or two, I heard, Three of the largest Republican precincts at 10 a.m. are down. I got this from multiple people breaking live into my show. And people have been told that they cannot scan their ballot. So they come in to vote. They fill it out. They're told they can't scan their ballot because the machines don't work. And they try to get technicians in there. In the meantime, they have to make their ballot out and put it in an envelope. And the poll workers are saying, when it's fixed, we'll scan it for you. So there's all kinds of red flags right there. Of course, uh, these are happening in Republican areas. You can extrapolate that. It can be happenstance, but that's one of the things. Shocker, right? Of course they are. Of course it's happening. Of course it's happening in Republican strongholds. Of course they are. Guess what, guys? Sorry the machines aren't working right now. We're going to hold on to your ballot, but don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to put it through for you. You can go now. You can go. And I'm sure as soon as they walk out, that shit's right through a paper shredder or they're going to throw it out or duplicate it or change the results of the machine and then put it through for you. But trust us, guys. We totally forget what happened November 3rd. We got we got you guys. We got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's going to be okay. Do you believe this, guys? Do you believe this? It's unbelievable. But guess what? I do have an awesome video, guys. Fox News was uh, reporting that Stacey Abrams won prematurely. And there was a video of Stacey Abrams celebrating a local Walmart, um, celebrating her victory already. If you guys didn't see this, it's amazing. The video is absolutely amazing. Stacey Abrams looking amazing as she always is. Watch this as she celebrates um, her victory. Damn, Stacy was uh, really excited there. Absolutely excited. And you know what? If she won, she absolutely deserves it. Obviously, that is not Stacey Abrams. I just used a little bit of satire and sarcasm there. But my God, my God, I don't know who this guy voted for. I don't know why he was pouring milk over himself in the middle of a Walmart. But who knows? Who knows? And he wasn't wearing a mask. So I'm sure that triggered everybody in, uh, in Walmart. So my dear Lord. Dear Lord, <laughs> everyone is enjoying the sarcasm as well in the chat. I appreciate that. We got to laugh a little bit. We got to laugh a little bit. And just want to sh- shout out real quick. Thank you so much who donated on Cash App. Tracy, thank you so much. Awesome content. And Laura, also for the uh, donation as well. Thank you guys for donating to the Cash App and for all the donations you guys are sending in throughout the show. I really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. And before we move on from Georgia, just one one more thing, one more story for everyone that's out in Georgia that's going to probably trigger the hell out of you. Real quick, this was caught on tape. Brad Raffensperger, back in 2015, was begging for Chinese votes. Yes, the same Brad Raffensperger that says the election is totally fine, no big deal. 
everything is, is good, Mr. Trump. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes, Mr. Trump. Everything is fine. This same Brad Raffensperger. Georgia Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger was placed into office in the Georgia House in 2015, and he was seen begging Chinese people to get him more than 100 votes to secure his victory in an election. And there is a video of this, which I believe is down here. Let me get it for you. I think this was it starting here. Watch this, guys. Watch this. And you tell me, with everything that's going on with Dominion, the way they got their machines in here, you tell me these people aren't owned by China. Watch this. this But you can vote in the next election, and I would strongly encourage you to register. Also, some of you may be going out of town. We brought an application today that you can fill out. We even give you envelopes with a stamp on it, and you can fill it out, and then the uh, Board of Registrar, Board of Elections, will send you your absentee ballot, and then you can just fill it out and then send it back to them. So uh, we brought that today. I hope I earned your vote. What I really am looking for is I'm looking for 100 votes in the Chinese American community. I don't want, I'd love to have 1,000. But you know what they say, out of little acorns, you know, great trees grow. And so, but 100 people. And what we, we are doing with our friends is we're actually sending postcards. A friend of mine, uh, Chris Padula, uh, Chris is uh, Indian American. And he keeps going on and on and on. Now, I don't know. I don't think that's technically illegal. But as far as the entire narrative and everything we know about Raffensperger right now and, and what Trump and the conversation that Trump had with him the other day, with the audio recordings, all that, seeing you beg for votes from Chi- from Chinese Americans here, there is links here that we all know that are established, and we all know what Raffensperger is all about. We know what he's about. But that's just to give you some context into what we're dealing with here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the last thing I want to talk about as far as Georgia, this is from just the news. State senators in Georgia want VP Pence to postpone January 6th electoral vote counting. And they're asking him. Georgia state senators have signed on to a letter requesting Mike Pence po- uh, postpone the count of electoral votes slated to occur this week on January 6th. And people are saying, yeah, there is something here. There is something that just doesn't pass the smell test, obviously. The Peach State lawmakers are seeking the postponement so that they can continue to have more time to investigate and scan these ballots. That's all they want. I think several senators from PA, Wisconsin, and Arizona also wrote letters to, to uh, sent to the vice president telling him we want the vice president to at least delay it to 10 to 12 days. And that's what I'm saying, guys. There's so many different ways this could go. Pence could be cool with this. So this is the route we're going to take. And we're going to have another 10 to 12 days of waiting around, seeing what they what they come up with. And will will the uh, these electors be overturned and go in the proper way that they should have been? We're going to have to wait and see. And last thing I want to see, I want to get in here, Wisconsin. This could be the first state as far as the domino um, that want that wants to has put in a what's what are they calling here? Members of the Wisconsin State Assembly, they're taking up legislation crafted to ensure civil officers follow the laws as written. Wisconsin State Assembly just introduced a resolution to decertify the 2020 election results. Now I've gone through these details and just save you guys some some time. I haven't really seen what the general overall resolution as to how this goes about and what that looks like as far as decertifying. I don't know. But the fact that Wisconsin is putting in a resolution to decertify, 
this could trigger the other states to do this as well. That's why I'm saying there are so many different paths here that this, the way this could all end. I don't know, but that is pretty huge news that that is happening and occurring right now. So we're going to have to wait and see. We're going to have to wait and see. So let's get into the sponsor of tonight's broadcast, My Mother's Business, Alula the Wellness, the diet that I'm promoting here. Let's just get into this real quick, and then we're going to talk about Lynn Wood and everything I want to talk about as far as Epstein and Hollywood, and we're going to send you guys on your way. Breakthrough M2 is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that is that uses homeopath liquid drops in a structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help to clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need. That is the abnormal fat. While on the program, you will take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts that will help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds, and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body that will help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So if my mods could please share the link for the sign-up to get more information, this is what it looks like. You fill this out, and you'll be contacted by one of their staff. And I can tell you guys right now, I've done this diet before about a couple few years ago. I lost myself 30 pounds in three weeks. It's all natural. I can promise you I've never done a diet like this before. And it's supporting my mother's business, who's been around, I think, for almost 10 years now. It's legit. It's all natural. And it's supporting local business here in New York. And, of course, you're supporting my sponsors. And when you do that, you're supporting this channel. So go please check that out. Again, that is alulawellness.com. It'll be the last die you ever take. I can promise you that. Thank you guys for allowing me to get the sponsor in. Now, let's do this here. Everybody and everybody has been talking about Lynn Wood. And this man has been keeping me up late at night for at least two nights now. And I'm saying that as in no Cuomo. <laughs> yes, Lynn Wood. And if you're not following him on Twitter, you need to follow him on Twitter. He has been dropping red pill bombs left and right. And this is where I want to get into, into uh, this part of the show. The stuff I'm going to be talking about now is going to be disturbing. It's going to be, it's really the reason why I decided to start this channel because this content I'm going to be talking about now is what ultimately ended up getting me into this movement and really wanted me to start digging into the true the true evilness in our world because what we see is just most of it's an illusion and a distraction for us while these criminals, these psychopaths, these Satanists, a lot of them are, prey on our children and do the most terrible, disgusting things to them. And it's all because they consider us a subspecies. It's really true. Let, I'm going to go through a lot of Linwood's tweets here, and we're going to go through this um, in sequential order and um, also have some audio from Linwood talking about why he thinks Epstein is actually still alive. But let's start here. I believe Chief Justice John Roberts and a multitude of powerful individuals worldwide are being blackmailed in a horrendous scheme involving rape and murder of children captured on videotape. I have the key to the files containing the videos. I have also shared this information. Now, when he put that out there, a lot of people were, he put Justice John Roberts out there. And I want to remind everybody, Twitter has not taken down any of Linwood's tweets He's getting 91,000 over one of his tweets got 140,000 likes. The reach on that is millions of people, millions of people. And it's 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 actually caused some rifts between, oh, my God, Linwood's going crazy. Or is he really telling the truth here? Because don't forget, Linwood is a his specialty is defamation. 
Linwood is not going to put something out there that's not true. If someone can just, if Chief Justice John Roberts, if he wanted to call him out and clear his name on, on all this, he could, and he could sue Linwood. But there has been silence, absolute silence. And Lynn Woods here is saying he has the keys to the files containing these videos. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, as far as the magnitude of what would be on these videos, you're talking the same level as what's on the Anthony Weiner laptop. That FBI agents that said they saw what was inside this laptop, they had to get professional counseling to manage the images that are permanently seared into their brain into what they saw and what they saw that was done to children. You want to know how the world works with the elite and how they control people. This is exactly how it's done. And this isn't news. This isn't news to anons and people that have been paying attention for at least the last three years. This wasn't news to myself either. This took me probably a good solid year to, uh, to accept that this is what, this is how the world works. This is how these people operate. Let's keep going. He continues to call out justice Roberts. He says, I am not the Kraken. Sydney Powell is not the Kraken. The Kraken is located in several places. Use all available methods to urge Donald Trump to immediately order release of documents filed under seal as national security in cases below. Have military seize documents. And he puts a case out here. He puts out a case. This is a criminal case. And then in the next tweet, this has everything to do with Chief Justice John Roberts. He is This is a real case that's been docketed that is linked to Chief Justice John Roberts. And Lynn Wood is pointing a gigantic light Onto this, and he did this the other night. Many are, he says, note to Chief Justice John Roberts that many are interested in docket entry numbers 41, 46, 57, 58, and 60 in case number 15 545. As head of the highest court obligated to rule on election fraud cases, would you inform public of contents of these entries and then resign or vice versa? He is literally looking at Justice Roberts and playing chicken with him, saying, Let's see what's in here. Are you willing to tell the people what's going on with this case? He is trying to force Roberts to resign over this. So far, that hasn't happened. But the fact that Glenn Wood here is pointing specifically to the case itself, it's very intriguing. And we all wonder why. We all wonder why, like when things don't make sense, when people do the things they do, when they rule the same, the rule the way they do, when they're just straight up scum, nothing makes sense. Why would they do that? It's usually about money or it's blackmail. And Linwood throws this tweet in there too, because don't forget about Roberts with what happened with the FISA courts, with Trump, with the uh, spy campaign and Trump. Linwood throws this out there too. Chief Justice Roberts is also the one that's responsible for all 11 FISA court judges who allowed illegal an illegal spy ring on Trump. Why do these people so badly want Trump to be out, let alone the popularity with the people. Forget all that. There is something much deeper here that Trump is going after, and he's been going in, going after ever since he took office. And what is that? That is human trafficking. It's human trafficking. And Justice Roberts here, he has been called out by Lynn Wood on this. He has, Justice Roberts adopted two children, and apparently this was part of a black a blackmail operation with Justice Roberts. And Lynn Wood here is pointing out exactly how these people get controlled and get them to do carry out policies and rule in a certain way to control certain outcomes to favor them. 
this this tweet's disturbing, but this this is to me the one of the biggest red pills of all. This is the biggest red pill of all. When Jeffrey Epstein, when light was pointed out on Jeffrey Epstein in his island, you guys remember the clock altar on Jeffrey Epstein's island with all the the sundial, the gigantic Masonic sundial on top of his island with with altars on different times. You can imagine what was placed on those altars. I can tell you right now, probably the majority were children. Look what Lynn Wood puts out here. This is how the blackmail is done. Prepare yourselves. The blackmail targets are approached with a gun, a child, and a camera. The target is ordered to rape the child on video. The target is then ordered to shoot the child on video. The target is then owned and controlled by the blackmailers until blackmail evidence loses its value. And now you would think there's no way people could be this evil. How do they carry this stuff out? How can this be done? Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, this is why Jeffrey Epstein was so important when he got arrested. Jeffrey Epstein had cameras all over, inside and out of his island. And that wasn't just for security. Terrible things you would probably never imagine in your head that happened, happened there. And people always seem to forget that Jeffrey Epstein had underground caves in his island as well with cameras in there. Everyone knows the, uh, the the creepy picture with all the frames that people think Hillary Clinton was on top of a staircase going down to one of these things. And the people that were in chains around their neck on tables that were naked in these caves. This is how it's done. You invite your friends. Epstein invites you over. And the next thing you know, he offers you a 14-year-old child and you do something terrible with that child. And guess what? It's on video. And that is how they control you. And Lynn Wood points it out in this tweet here. Jeffrey Epstein used the same blackmail scheme of child rape and child murder to either further his own interest or those of any intelligence agency with whom he worked with. All who flew on his private jet or visited his island must be immediately interrogated and brought to justice. And remember, there is a there is a John Roberts on the flight log. Bill Gates is also on the flight log. Bill Clinton went to the island 27 times, which he also left his Secret Service behind on multiple occasions. Presidents, princes, from all over the world, going to that island, they get caught up in something maybe they didn't even expect to happen, wake up the next day regretting what they did, but guess what? It's too late. It's too late. And don't forget, Ghislaine Maxwell is a huge part of this. And Ghislaine Maxwell... Huge part of Mossad, just like her father was part of Mossad, just like Epstein, part of Mossad. This is how they do it. This is exactly how they do it. Now, I want to show you guys this clip here, this audio clip explaining, because Jeffrey Epstein, um, Lynn Wood said straight up, he thinks uh, Jeffrey Epstein is still alive, and for good reason. Listen to this audio of, what ha- of, uh, of his explanation of what happened and why he thinks that. You're aware of all these things, right? You haven't lost your mind. People have accused you of losing your mind. And yet, you tweeted out the following. You said, I am fully aware of the onslaught of attacks being made against me based upon my revelations about Chief Justice Roberts. Before attacking me, maybe fair-minded people would first ask Justice Roberts to tell the truth. Or ask Jeffrey Epstein. He is alive. Now, after you hit send, 61,000 people shared that tweet. 
It's been loved by 136,000 people, and I think about one-fourth of America has questioned your sanity, while three-quarters of Americans are saying, yes, I know it, I know it. His death, you know, a lot of people have looked it up, and his death doesn't make sense. It's a lot of, uh, it's very odd how he, quote-unquote, died. We could get into the details of that. How do you know that Jeffrey Epstein is alive? I have reliable, three, three reliable sources that say that is the truth. Three. And I have no reason to doubt them. And I have a significant amount of documentary evidence involving air flight travel, involving financial transactions in his account. Mm-hmm. And only add up to one thing. Old Jeffrey is still alive. Now, everybody wanted you to think that he committed suicide. But then there was another large body of people that didn't buy it. They thought he was murdered, right? Right. Either way, he's dead. So they want you to think he's dead, whether it's by suicide or murder. I'd be thinking more of the opposite. If they want you to believe he's dead, that means he's alive. Jeffrey Epstein, they don't want it, they don't want Jeffrey Epstein dead. The people that he has the ability to blackmail and control, they don't want to kill him. Why not? Because they don't know what his insurance policy is. They don't know that if they kill him, what it will trigger in terms of his revealing the videotapes and the things that he has on all of these people. Mm. So they'd rather keep him alive, keep him fat and happy somewhere where he continues to live a good life and he doesn't have any reason to tell the truth on all these people. And we're talking about some of the most powerful people in the world. This is the second clip. Tape. I believe that Jeffrey Epstein has them on videotape. I believe much of it deals with pedophilia. And so they're not going to kill him and have it trigger his insurance policy where the information gets released, they don't keep him alive. Is Makes there, sense, doesn't it? Is there anything that, because I know some listeners are going, how can you prove it? Is there anything, I have a link to ibtimes.com where there is uh, evidence of his account, his financial accounts being used, although he is uh, supposedly deceased. So somebody's using his money. Um, do you have any other evidence that people could look up or, or to, to verify what you're saying? can't recall as I sit here right now what his uh, tail number is on on his plane, but I'd track that plane. Hmm. I'd track that tail. Oh, come on. He allegedly died, whether in fact it flew to Antarctica, whether it flew down to Newfoundland. Yep. I'd take a look at some hard facts. If you do, they're going to support the proposition that he's alive. Now, are they going to be individually proved positive? No. Because the only proof positive he's going to have is if he steps out into a camera and says, hey, I'm Jeffrey Epstein, I'm alive. <laughs> but, in law, we, but in law, we build our cases every day on circumstantial evidence. If the circumstantial evidence sufficiently exists, yep. it proves a fact that while not proven by direct evidence, is proven by circumstantial evidence. The circumstantial evidence is overwhelming that Jeffrey Epstein is alive. The direct evidence, mm. like I said, is not to show up in front of a camera except... Yep. I have what I believe is direct evidence from three reliable sources that tell me he's alive. In fact, I have information about where he is, but I'm not going to discuss it because I don't know what's being done about him. Okay. Now, uh, all, all I can tell you is I would not. I'm, I'm imperfect. I can say something on Twitter that turns out to be wrong. If I find out I'm wrong, I quickly try to correct it. But I know as a lawyer, as a defamation lawyer, that if my statement is true, I have a defense. If my statement turns out not to be accurate, as long as I had a reasonable basis to believe it to be true, I have a defense. That was very important at the end there. And Lynn Wood put out a tweet here 
from somebody that is very sketchy as far as their information. He's the one that talked about the underground tunnels and all that, and a lot of people called him out for it. And Lynn Wood straight up said he retracted a lot of it or that message, and he said, listen, I'm imperfect. And if he was a shill, if Lynn was, was, Lynn was a shill trying to cause uh, chaos, he would have kept it up there, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't have even responded to it, but he did. And he says, as a defamation lawyer, this is how we operate. This is what we think. And I saw someone in the chat saying their father is watching this. He just turned white. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I know it's extremely upsetting. But people, there's so many people that don't know that this is how it operates. This is how it operates. And whether Epstein is dead or not, what do you guys think? Do you think Epstein is alive? Do you think he's alive? Because when you hear the narratives, oh, the people arguing back and forth, he killed himself. No, he got out. Or no, he was murdered. Fact is, if everyone thinks he's dead, he just disappears. He just disappears, and no, and he's, he's on the back of everyone's minds. Nothing would surprise me. We've seen the reports of the uh, guards getting gassed and all that stuff, and he was taken out, all that stuff. But the whole entire point of it is bringing this back in here, of bringing this back here. I don't think Lynn Wood is doing this to promote himself, uh, to get likes. I really don't. I think he's genuinely trying to wake people the hell up. And now let's continue here. He goes on to say the number of missing children worldwide in the United States is staggering. And just look at these are some these probably aren't the uh, exact numbers. They're probably a lot lower than what's real. But look at Australia, 20,000 children a year. Canada, 45,000. Germany, 100,000. India, 96,000. Jamaica, 1,984. Russia, 45. And then we get down to the United States here an estimated 460,000 children at least and it's probably more than that, go missing every single year in the United States. And a lot of these countries, like India especially, their population completely trumps ours. They're in the billions. We have about 330 million um, people in this country. And yet we have the most children that go missing out of any other country in the world at a massive level, at a massive level. And the only way you can explain that is if there is a industry, a dark industry that operates in the selling of children and God knows whatever else to the highest bidder, this is how these people operate and this is who they prey on, is children. Pedophilia. It's a perfect way to blackmail somebody by doing what we saw in those tweets. And this is very real. This is very real. This is why when Epstein was arrested originally, why it was such a big deal that he was actually truly arrested for being the god-awful human being that he is, along with Ghislaine and their entire crew. This is how they blackmail people. He goes on, The blackmail scheme is conducted by members of 10 of the world's most well-known and elite intelligence agencies. Breaking news, guys. The CIA, all these, op- all these, these agencies, they are a part of this. One of these groups that was hacked by a group known as Lizard Squad, the blackmail files of rape and murder were obtained by this group and copy was provided to Isaac Cappy. And this is another reason why I tend to believe what Linwood is saying here. When I got into this movement, Isaac Cappy was just supposedly, everyone know, everyone knows the story with Isaac Cappy. He supposedly killed himself off that random bridge out in the middle of a desert that wasn't too high off the ground and that's supposedly where he died. Everyone remembers the Tom Hanks weird Instagram photos that were linked to this and how Isaac Cappy was going to expose a lot of his Hollywood friends that are a part of this system because it's not just elites, princes, uh, ex-presidents. This goes down into Hollywood. 
Remember Harvey Weinstein, what he went to prison for, for pedophilia, having sex with underage girls. The actors that get into the positions that they are, they are subjected to this behavior. And the further you go down the rabbit hole, this dark rabbit hole with them, the more money you make, the more movies you get. It's all part of the system, the music industry as well. This is how it's done. But Isaac Cappy, I'm going to do a separate episode on Isaac Cappy because I think everyone needs a reminder of what his story was and how scary and dark it was and what happened to him. But Lynn Wood brings up here the Lizard Squad, which I've never heard before, and Isaac Cappy, the Lizard Squad is what gave Isaac Cappy these documents and these pictures and videos. The 10 intelligence agencies who have members employing this blackmail scheme include the CCP, the CIA, Mossad, FBI, and MI6. The others are easily identifiable. The agencies do not. Which of them was hacked by the litter squad? And he's tagging Donald Trump in all this shit. He's tagging Donald Trump. And this is everything we have known for years. Because guess what? Remember who was talking about this stuff too? There's something called the cue boards that was talking about Jeffrey Epstein way before he was arrested and why his arrest would trigger such a mass awakening. And it certainly did. I remember the day he was arrested, and I remember the day that he supposedly killed himself. Everybody was watching. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. But Linwood goes on to tweet here, many have previously seen the bath video of Isaac Cappy. Can't play it. You'll definitely get kicked off of social media if you even try to play it. He says, I will not repost it to avoid violation of Twitter rules. And this was a picture of the uh, Cappy's last video before he was uh, murdered. I believe he was murdered. There are thousands of videos of pedophilia crimes committed by powerful people. Chief Justice John Roberts must resign immediately. The storm is coming. And he calls out just, uh, Justice Roberts in this tweet again. And he says, after Cappy received the hack files from a member of the Lizard Squad, he gave files to one of his friends and the encryption key to another friend. He provided this information to his friend shortly before he was murdered. In May, on May 13th in 2019, members of the Lizard Squad were jailed for hacking. And he goes on to say, if someone seeks to destroy these documents sealed as national security, they will now be successful. They will simply prove their complicity in heinous crimes. There is a dead man switch. They cannot destroy the truth. Please act now, Donald Trump. You can release the Kraken. He is telling Donald Trump to release the Kraken. And he's letting everyone know because he was simply saying, I know my life is in danger for even tweeting this stuff out. But if you go after me, you go after my family. There is a dead man switch in place that will immediately leak this information to the public. Very interesting. Very interesting. And he said, if I if asked to turn this encryption key and other information I have to law enforcement, I will only agree to give this to Donald Trump, General Flynn, or Sidney Powell. Again, please pray for my family. Linwood's not doing this, putting his life in danger because he just he's just bored at night on Twitter and just wants to uh, wants to get this information out. This is why he did it, and exactly why. He puts in this tweet as to why he did it. This tweet was an insurance policy. The evil forces behind this blackmail scheme of child rape and murder need to know that others have encryption keys. I have a procedure in place if I die in near term or any member of my family is harmed or threatened. Key will be released by many. And the entire goal of this, one of my main goals with my tweets is to stimulate curiosity of my followers. I always want them to look into my comments and reach their own conclusions by thinking for themselves. I do my best to provide accurate information, but I am imperfect. Hope that clarifies this issue, and I love the humbleness coming out of him, saying that he is imperfect. We've all put out a tweet that we didn't like or that just didn't go that well, and we delete it. It happens. Or we put out a fake news story. I've done it sometimes. It happens. When you do it, you own it. 
You apologize and you move on. You don't leave it up and you go on with your life. It's okay. We all make mistakes, but this is exactly what Linwood is doing here. I am trying to stimulate curiosity and to wake people up. This is what I was doing on TikTok when I was on there. I made a Pizzagate video and I knew there was a bunch of young kids on it talking about Hollywood, how they're wrapped up in the same exact behavior, how they're blackmailed, how they do these things to children. That video got 350,000 views within a week, and then I was removed off of that platform And within a month. I gained probably 30,000 followers. I put out a couple of viral videos on TikTok. They were a minute long, talking about Hollywood, the pedophilia, Jeffrey Epstein, and it was taken down. And so many younger kids were asking, I've never heard of a, of a pizza game before. What is this? The, the true Pizzagate, not the garbage that the uh, the main the big te- uh, big tech and mainstream media like to talk about, the fake garbage that they talk about. But it's so eye opening to see this, and I saw this funny GIF of um, Linwood red pilling the masses. This is obviously from uh, Bruce Almighty, and Linwood uh, <laughs> is just sending the red pill straight up people's asses and letting them know it's all time to wake up. The true evilness. This is truly where it's going. Truly where it's going. The politician stuff, the voting stuff, yes, it's all evil and corrupt. But when you get past this stuff, guys, the people that are attacking our humanity, our children, and the things they do with children, they sacrifice them. They do, God, they just do terrible things. We don't have to get into the details of it. But I want to show you guys this video of Ricky Jarvis. This is this was exactly one year to the day today that this video came out and Ricky uh, Gervais made, he became a legend in the truther movement. This is when he was a speaker at the Golden Globes last year. And he was going in on all of Hollywood and you can see their faces. Ricky did not give a shit. He called them perverts and he even said, you got, you all, all you guys hang out with Jeffrey Epstein. It's okay, we all know. And their faces, guys. I'm going to play the clip here because we need to remember this isn't fake. This isn't conspiracy theories. Ricky here became a legend in our movement. I remember watching this live when it happened. And the faith, Tom Cruise's face, all these people that we think are wrapped up in all this evilness, their faces say it all. This is the clip here of Ricky one year ago today talking and making fun of the Hollywood elite that participate in all these actions. Watch this. You man, don't have me whacked. Um... But tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, Surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two popes. Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. Look at their faces. Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, fifth time. So... We were going to do an in-memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. It was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. So, maybe next year. Let's, let's see what happens. 
No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win. Everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this. Okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. There it is. You yep. like to make your own way here and your own plane, didn't you? Right. But There it is. He wasn't joking. He wasn't joking. And you saw their faces. And that was only three minutes of that eight-minute clip. He says, he's like, shut up. You know, you're. we all know you're friends with him. That was a truth bomb. And I will never forget that because I saw that happen live. I won't ever forget that. That is real. That is very real. And Ricky is, I don't, as far as I know, he's never going to be allowed back there again. He went in there with, I don't give a shit attitude. I know exactly who these people are. And I'm going to go and spit and fire. Absolutely awesome. So there was this little theory that was put out here. Why, why, is, why is Linwood doing all this? Why is he exposing Hollywood? Why is he exposing everything? Ron put out this little uh, this this little tweet here because Jack Posebic, uh dropped a bomb in the world yesterday too. Ron says Trump is threatening to drop all the blackmail via declassification so they don't mess with him in Congress this week. Perhaps the most important development of the night. And Jack Posebic, he tweeted this out here. Got 121,000 likes. This got everyone's attention. Trump is talking about firing everyone right now, Ray, Gina, et cetera, and wants to declassify everything. UFOs, JFK, all of it. That would include most likely everything that happened with Jeffrey Epstein, all the history on that island, people that are associated with it. Again, I don't really like tweets like this. There is no sauce for it. There's no link. There's no nothing besides just Jack's words here. So take that with a grain of salt. But I thought that was an interesting little take there. Is all this coming out now because Trump knows what's going on? He has the keys to it all. If you're going to screw around with our presidency, I am going to declassify everything and put everyone's dirty laundry into the world. And they're going to know exactly the kind of people that we're dealing with here. Exactly the kind of people. And I just wanted to play this video here showing exactly what we're up against with Hollywood and the children and why everything we're doing here is to save them. Not just them, future generations, and to save the way we do things in our country. But this video, it puts things in great perspective as far as Hollywood and why I myself despise them and have cut everything off and support them as far as movies. They will become irrelevant. They will be irrelevant as soon as these lockdowns are over. And I can't wait to see it. Check this video out by Cagwar. It's awesome. I want to make it clear today that my administration will focus on ending the absolutely horrific practice of human trafficking. I must have dreamed a thousand dreams. And I am prepared to bring the full force and weight of our government in order to solve this horrific problem. Solving the human trafficking epidemic is a priority for my administration.
5 million adults and children. That is the number of people believed to be exploited by human trafficking worldwide. Without you, nothing would happen. Powerful stuff, isn't it? Powerful stuff. And when you, when everyone realizes this, no, I did not make that. Cag, Cag War 2020 on Twitter made that amazing video. He puts out great content. When people realize what we're truly up against, and that's what it is, people really wonder why that, why do people hate Trump so much? Why do the elites of the world hate Trump so much? Why is there such a, a huge, it, it's not even, it's not about him. It's truly about us and what these people have been preying on, the fear, uh, children, everything. This is what we're truly up against. And once the world awakens up to the fact that there is this industry that runs the world, that runs the elite, that this is the blackmail that is used to control the most powerful people in the world, and this is how they do it, their world comes crashing down. And ultimately, once once all these politics is uh, is uh, cleaned up, once we get our country back to where it needs to be, which we are in the middle of right now, when we have control of it again, America is going to be awake. And guess what we're going to go up next? What guess what we're going to go after next? We're going to be going after these people. The day that the Hollywood sign gets burned down or pushed down, I'm hoping I can actually be there to witness something like that because it needs to be burned down. Hollywood is a it is a sign of not what people think it is. It's just not. It's a cesspool of the most disgusting, heinous people that are controlled in these ways. And in, in some ways, it's not their act, the people's faults. The, the celebrities that get preyed on, the actors, they're usually broken children themselves. And they get in this system because it's all they have. And then before they know it, they're trapped. And they, they the further they go, the more the more money they make, the more movies they're in. And that's, this is how this system works. So to end on a good note, as I always like to do, I know I definitely went over time today. Check out this tweet from Trump. Washington, D.C. is being inundated with people who don't want to see an election victory stolen by emboldened radical left Democrats. Our country has had enough. They won't take it anymore. We hear you and love you from the Oval Office. Make America great again. And look at this picture here of what it looked like earlier today. And that not everyone's even here yet. 
You still have all the people that are coming tonight and tomorrow. Look at this. Look at that. And to send you guys off on a message for the ones showing up, please show up in strength out in D.C. And remember while we're all out there, remember we are one big family. And we are here to uh, pretty much to take the president's call to meet him out there. We're going to end with this tonight, and we'll hang out in the chat for a little bit. Watch this. If we don't root out the fraud, the tremendous and horrible fraud that's taken place in our 2020 election, we don't have a country anymore. Beautiful. The fraud, the trem- Beautiful. Oh, all right, guys. I know we went through a lot tonight. That was some heavy stuff. Heavy, heavy stuff. But before you leave, don't forget, check out my store at wokesocieties.com. Find something for yourself, your family, your loved one. All the woke merch is there. We have T-shirts, hats, hoodies. Be next to all the ladies. We have uh, coffee mugs. We got beer glasses. We got everything. We got the uh, Yeti-style travel mugs. Make America great again. Oh, make America drunk again wine tumbler. Oh, that's funny. That's good. That's new. My brother put that in there. Drunk wives matter tumbler. Drunk dads matter. I can't forget about the dads. We have to be included. Maybe we get an ah men and ah woman uh, apparel soon, but we got the hats. We got all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, go check it out. And remember, guys, you can also check out wokesocieties.tv, which is a something I offer to my to anybody that wants to become a monthly sponsor of the show, you can sign up every month for cheaper than a Netflix subscription, or you can do a yearly one. And the best part about that is you can watch me on the Roku when you sign up at wokesocieties.tv. So go check that out. Go check that out. Let me just make sure I didn't miss any other donations here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Beautiful. Looks like I'm all caught up. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Yes, uh, Frank is live right now, so I see some people heading over to, um, to Frank's show. Go check him out. He just went live uh, probably about 15 minutes ago, so there you go. There you go. Yes, and everyone's screaming about the damn chest. <laughs> so annoying. Dre Deplorable, thank you so much for the Ninja Gini. Trump is doing so much for all of us in so many ways, but that issue is number one for me. It absolutely is. And him and Ivanka Trump, Secretary Pompeo, they have been spearheading the human um, human trafficking problem since he took office, and you wonder why Hollywood hates him so much and for other reasons as well. It was a packful show. Lots of up and downs, laughing, crying. Chills, we get a, you get the full experience here on this channel. Chest is going to be open in 20 seconds. This is what it's all about. I know it's hard. It's hard. But thing is, you guys know this now. In a couple of years, you'll be numb. You'll be numb to the uh, these these atrocities, and it won't bother you. That's why this thumbnail is perfect because 
Lynn Wood knows. Anons know the seriousness of what's being shown. But will they believe it? Will the normies believe it? I don't know. It's for up to them to decide. Not everyone's going to make it, guys. And I loved how um, someone brought up John Paul Rice. That's why when he's on with Methods, he came from that Hollywood world. And he saw this stuff this stuff going on. He was there. And why he's so passionate about what he what he talks about, and what he, he was in it. Now, I'm not saying he obviously committed any of those crimes, but he was he was around that culture, around those people. Awful, absolutely awful, and why it's so important to uh, to to expose all that. So, really terrible stuff, really terrible. But we got to figure out this election first, and once uh, Trump's officially in, then we can move on to the real problems in this world because it's not just our country. This is a worldwide problem. It's it's humans should not be enslaving other humans. We should be elevating each other, all of us across all nations. And that's going to take some work, but hey, we got to start somewhere and no better time than now. All right. I'm exhausted. That was a heavy episode. That was a lot of energy. And yes, let me just check here on Pilled real quick. So tomorrow, guys, we're going to have to figure out um, as far as what we're doing. Let's see here. Yeah, we hit. Yes, got to start somewhere. And no, I am proud to say, ladies and gentlemen, we hit 5,000 viewers tonight across platforms for the first time since YouTube took us down. We did it. We did it. And I'm I, I'm proud of that. That was all because of you guys. The whole fam is strong. Awesome. Gray Squirrel with the power chat on Pilled. You the man, Scott. Gear yourself a Ledger, Ledger Nano X. Then we can send you crypto homes. Yeah, I'm going to, I haven't, I got to get more knowledge into crypto, but funny thing is we're going to have somebody that's very knowledgeable on, on crypto this Friday with Crypto Beatles, and we're going to talk about crypto. We're going to talk about a lot of things, a lot of things, and we're going to get educated because I'm just, I'm really interested to see the role that crypto has to play with the overall globalist agenda. If it's good, if it's bad, um, if it's in between, I would love to know. We're going to talk about that on Friday night. That's going to be at seven o'clock Eastern. So I am super pumped with that. Yes, 5,000 viewers across platforms. Amazing. Amazing. It took me over a year to get that on YouTube. Amazing. So we did it. We did it, guys. We did it. Top contributors of the night. We have Nathendi, Love Warns. Oh, thanks, Love Warns. Thank you so much. Dre Deplorable, DJD75, Uper Viking. Uper Viking. Thanks for always hanging out. C Squared One, Long Island Guy, 62. And Heather, Heather, you made the top three again. Heather, July 16th, Junebug36 with 6,000, Andrew Ten Lemons, and top contributor, my man, Hot Rod73, always showing up for the shows. Thank you, sir, with 8,560 lemons. Thank you, guys. Awesome. And for the ones that missed the chest, it's already open, so you missed the boat on that. It opened. So tomorrow, um,. I'm going to figure out when Trump is going. I think he is going to be giving his speech in the morning. I know that for a fact. I just don't know what time, but I'm going to be up early and obviously streaming that on this channel. Um, we can all hang out here in the chat. It's going to be an epic day tomorrow. And please pray, 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 pray for all the patriots out there um, that we do their thing and uh, we get out early and you get home safe before it gets dark out. It's going to be a historic day tomorrow. It starts at 9, and POTUS is going to be on at 11, is what people are telling me. Okay, yep, I will be up for that, and 
It'll be here on this channel as well. 11 a.m. Okay, awesome. It'll be streamed here on this channel. And we can all hang out here and uh, have a good time. It's going to be a great day. So please rest up. Matrix Codebreaker. Have a good night, Woke Fam. Stay safe and keep your head on a swivel. Codebreaker, thanks for always showing up, my dude. Why, why aren't you a mod? That's happening right now. There you go. Codebreaker, you're now a mod. Deservedly so. You're always here. Thanks for always showing the support, my friend. Leave now and go for me, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot Rod donating another five subscriptions. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. And we're almost at 8,500 followers already, getting close to that 9,000 and getting closer to that 10,000 mark on DLive. I love it. Yes, that is Eastern Standard Time that the events start, and I believe he's going to be speaking at 11. It's going to be a crazy time. Can't wait. Who is on next? We got Frank on, and after that, I don't know. I don't know who is on tonight. A lot of the creators are going to D.C., so... Whatever, whoever's on live, you can stick on this channel, guys. I'll be host. I'll be hosting uh, whoever I can on here. And shout out to my boy Methods Space Shot. Um, we the People Insider. Thank you so much for hosting the channel, guys. I really appreciate that. So, you guys can go hang out with Frank. He's live right now. And Brad CGC. He's usually on at night. So if he's on, he will also be hosted on this channel as well. So you guys can you can always watch it on here. If you hate stickers, you can watch it on here. MMC Peak, thank you so much for the diamond. Pray, pray, pray. Yes, pray for everyone down there. Just be safe. And Hot Rod 73 with a diamond. Stay safe, everyone. Watch your six. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see. I'm breaking. Let me see with this. My buddy Sean just sent me this tweet here from Dan Scavino. Let's see what it says here. It's a video clip. Let's see what we got. What is this? Here it is. Let's play it. crowds from the west wing that from that far away that's amazing that's awesome that's awesome thanks for showing me that sean i appreciate that that's insane that's how loud they are that's how loud they are that's crazy that's absolutely crazy amazing absolutely amazing all right beautiful all right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for me tonight. I got to go get some dinner. Be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for updates. You will see me here tomorrow, and we're going to figure out what, um, what we're going to, what me and Methods are going to do. We'll figure it out in the morning. Not sure exactly what the uh, plans are, but either way, we're going to figure it out and uh, all that good stuff. So you guys know, stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.